When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Thursday, May 25th, and you're tuned in to the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes. Hoynes, the Guardians uh, a fall in the series finale on Wednesday to the Chicago White Sox, uh, 6-0. Uh, it's their sixth shutout loss of the season and the 11th time this year that they've been held to four hits or fewer in a game. Uh, the offense just didn't show up. And uh, Cal Quantrill uh, ran into some trouble in the uh, third and fourth innings, and and that was it. Uh, the uh, the game was pretty much over from there. Yeah, they could have as soon as they scored that one run in the third inning, we all could have gone home, Joe, because this offense, this Cleveland offense, is is it's cooked. It looks like it's incapable of doing much of anything. They can't even string two hits together. Uh, just uh, this is this is a dangerous time. For uh, the Guardians, and um, you know, as uh, Terry Francona said after the game, we're all getting tested, and uh, it's going to be really, really interesting to see if they can dig themselves out of this hole. Yeah, I think uh, I think they're all getting tested from the top to the bottom. Uh, all the coaches, all of the uh, the players, the veterans, and the rookies. Uh, heck, we're even getting tested in the uh, in the press box. It's it's hard uh, to cover a team that you know has these expectations and and yet still is is not performing the way that uh, that you would expect them to uh, or had anticipated this year uh, going. Uh, what's What are some options in terms of, you know, a quick fix or some sort of uh, a way to inject some life into this offense? Do you, do you shuffle the lineup, uh, you know, move guys around in that way? Uh, do you do you bring up obviously there's there's moves that can be made you can you can bring up a, a Bo Naylor or a, a Brian Rocchio who's who's on fire down at uh, at AAA to to try and inject some some life into the lineup that way uh, is there anything more that can be done uh, besides the the obvious moves you know Joe I mean unless uh, you're ready to make a trade I I don't think there is I I mean you could bring out up, you know, Oscar Gonzalez again and give him a shot. But I don't think Oscar's really gotten untracked at, at Columbus. Uh, but, uh, you know, that, that could be an option to, you know, maybe inject some power into this uh, lineup. Um, what, what, you're going to take Quan out of the leadoff spot? I, I, you know, I don't think so. I mean, maybe you, maybe you do bring up, uh, you know, do you take a Rosario out of the lineup? I, I don't know. You know, it's just, uh, it's just really they're in a tough spot because you know what they have is what they have, and you know the, most of the, there's not a power guy down in at AAA or AA that's that's you know burning it up that you could bring in here and, and you know inject in the middle of the lineup and give yourself some pop, some production because you know the pitching is okay. You know you can get by with this pitching most on most days, but you can't get by with this offense. You can't get by with an offense 
that is that isn't even averaging four runs a game and you know is last in the American League in runs. Last in all of baseball in runs. Uh, they they've scored the fewest runs in baseball. They've got the the lowest OPS, the fewest home runs. Uh, they are dead last offensively in all of the important uh, categories as of this moment. And uh, there really, like you said, is no uh, you know sort of hope or prospect that they're going to to turn this around other than just doing it themselves. Uh, you've, you've got guys in the lineup that, that you can't move out of certain positions. Jose Ramirez isn't going to bat anywhere but third in this lineup. Uh, you know, I think Josh Naylor, you know, is the, the only guy uh, right now who's giving you the threat of a, a long ball. So you've got to put him uh, behind Jose Ramirez. And Stephen Kwan is your leadoff hitter, and he does a good job at what you need him to do there. Now, you brought up Ahmed Rosario. Ahmed Rosario needs to bat second and play shortstop. Otherwise, he's shown that he can't be effective in any other spot in that lineup and in, in any other position on the field. So, you know, it, that's between his ears. If he can't produce when he's hitting fifth, sixth, or seventh, if he can't make plays when he's either in the outfield or, you know, playing somewhere else on the diamond, then it, maybe that's a, a problem that you have to address there. Uh, the other the other black hole right now, uh, or, or up to this point, uh, besides the catching position, has been Andres Jimenez, who, who really hasn't produced at the level that, uh, uh, you know, to this point last year, he was, you know, coming up with big hits in the seventh inning. He was the, one of the best hitters in the American League uh, in the seventh inning or later in terms of clutch hits. Those those hits have, have gone away uh, this year uh, because of, you know, maybe his approach. Maybe the contract is, is making him try to do more than, you know, what he can do or is capable of doing at the plate right now. Uh, we've seen him maybe start to sort of slowly come out of it over the last couple of games, but, uh, you know, that, that's, uh, it needs, you need more than a week to, to have it be a trend and, and Jimenez hasn't really shown anything there. Uh, maybe you make a, a move there and, 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 you know, platoon him or, or make him uh, a part of a rotation somewhere. Yeah. Tyler Freeman is on the bench. I mean, all he does is hit line drives. He can play second base. I mean, maybe you sit down, uh, Jimenez for a couple of days and let him, you know, take a mental break because this is not the guy we saw last year, Joe. I know he had a two hits yesterday, but they were both singles to uh, right field. And then he got thrown out in the eighth inning, trying to stretch a single into a double for some reason. I think that's just, you know, that's just a, a pretty good example that he's trying too hard, that he's really putting a lot of pressure on himself and he's trying to make something out of nothing. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, that that could be an option. I mean, but does the front office let you do that? He, they're paying this guy a lot of money. You know what? Seven years, $106 million. They signed this guy in spring training. Kind of a, I don't know about you, but I thought it was a surprise move with that. Mm -hmm. You know, I know mm -hmm. he was coming off a great year, but, you know, uh, that was one year, one year in his, uh, in his career. So let's hopefully uh, Andres gets turned around. But, you know, maybe that's he needs a little bit of a wake up call. They sent him down two years ago uh, and I'm not just saying send him down to, to Columbus, but I'm saying maybe he needs a mental break. Maybe you sit him on the bench for a couple of days or or at least give him the, uh, you know, approach him and tell him, hey, you're not going to be playing every day so that the, the daily pressure is, is off. Uh, and, and when he does get his opportunities to get in the lineup and, and do something, you know, maybe he. It stands out a little more that he's he's able to to make some changes that way. 
Uh, a platoon with Tyler Freeman wouldn't be a bad thing, I think, uh, you know, playing every other day or something like that uh, at this point. And, of course, the other uh, the other option there is uh, why haven't we seen the move to Bo Naylor? Should we see the, the move to Bo Naylor uh, ahead of this St. Louis series that starts on Friday? Uh, should that be the move that this uh, this club needs to, to sort of send a message that says, hey, uh, if you're uh, even if you're a veteran that we're paying six million dollars to, uh, you know, in the lineup, uh, if you're not producing, then then we're going to go find somebody who does. Yeah, you know, and uh, I think, um, you know, they had the opportunity to do that in uh, in New York, Joe. They, they could have just kept him here and they, they sent him down. Uh, you know, they could have made a move, send somebody else down or, you know, I, I don't know if Fry still has options. I'm pretty sure Fry has options. You could have sent him down. Um you know, he could have done something like that. So that that leads me to believe that they're they are not they're going to keep uh, they're going to keep uh, you know uh, Naylor down at AAA until they're they're good and ready to bring him up. But who knows, Joe? This is uh, you know th- this kind of a you know desperate times uh, you know require desperate actions. But you know, I was talking to uh, talking to uh, Shane Bieber after the game, and he goes basically like you were saying earlier, they've got to find a way out of this. The players on in that locker room have to have to find a way to kind of get back on track and start winning games and start playing the kind of baseball that they played last year or that they that they're capable of playing this year. Maybe just forget about last year and start playing, you know, for in 2023, forget the expectations and just try to start, you know, moving the chain and, and passing the baton on offense because they're just not doing that. There's just, there's no, there's no, you know, connectivity between the nine spots in the lineup. They don't get anything going and you just can't play like that. Yeah. Last year, there were so many moments where, you know, you, you'd see somebody get a base hit or beat out an infield single. And then all of a sudden, you know, the, the train would start rolling and you'd be eight, eight hitters deep in a, in a, an inning uh, and every guy just sort of passed it on to the next one by running the bases, by putting the ball in play. Uh, even if the ball wasn't leaving the ballpark, uh, there was, like you said, that connectivity between all nine spots in the order. Everybody was on the same page. And and you wrote it today in, in your, your story uh, about Terry Francona saying, uh, you know, that they're being tested. You said right now it looks like they're it's a team that's moving in 26 different directions. And, and that's sort of the. Uh, the feeling you're getting, we, you know, we haven't, you know, been very critical of the the pitching. The pitching side of things has been, uh, you know, pretty solid. Yesterday, the the bullpen came in and threw five perfect innings of relief. Uh, they struck out what six and and didn't allow a hit or a base runner or a walk uh, in in five innings after Cal Quantrill basically uh, could struggle to get through the fourth inning. Uh, you know, the starters you're going to ha- that you have up right now with, uh, you know, three rookies in the rotation, you're going to get, uh, you know, games where you're going to need to score six, seven runs in order to win because rookies give up runs. It's, it's going to happen, but they, they can't win games right now, despite what the pitching is, has been pretty good to this point. Yeah, you know, and uh, the bullpen, you kind of hit a tough spot there about a week ago. They couldn't keep the ball in the yard. But like you said, Joe, they came back yesterday and really pitched well. You know, the horse was kind of out of the barn by by the time they got in the game. They were down 6 nothing, But still, you know, uh, uh, 
you know what the pen did a nice job yesterday they you know they they look like that pen from last year or the early part of this season so you know perhaps that's you know that that gets them going but you know you like you just they've, they've got to play you know they've got to be you know, they just got to pull on the same end of the rope you know they're like like you know said so I, I don't know if there was somebody said you know you know, uh, in New York, when they were playing the Mets, said, you know, we get good pitching, we don't hit. We hit, we don't get good pitching. We get good pitching, we hit. Then the bullpen doesn't do the job. You know, it's it's that. You know that this is what losing teams do, and you know they're doing it all too frequently. And you know when a team goes bad, they they often lose the same way, and and this team is losing the same way. You know, day in and day out. And they're also finding new and inventive ways to lose uh, as well, uh, and, and which can can also be frustrating. So, uh, yeah, it's it's been tough, and and it it continues to to sort of you know you came to the ballpark in August and September last year, you know, eager to see how they could win each night, and now it's you know you come to the ballpark anticipating well how are they going to screw it up this time, and and that's not a good feeling. Uh, you know, I'm sure it's an even worse feeling in the front office and in the clubhouse right now. Uh, I just wanted to remind our listeners uh, about subtext. It's the best way to get in touch with us, to share your feelings on what's going wrong, what could be, uh, you know, going better for the guardians, how they could turn this thing around. Uh, sign up at cleveland.com slash subtext or send a text message to 216-208-4346. Uh, it's $3.99 a month to subscribe, and you get uh, everything that Hoynesy and I are, are working on and, and seeing and hearing in the background. Uh, you get the, you get it first sent right to your phone. Uh, don't have to worry about logging on for, for stories or, you know, clicking through anything. It's uh, right there in your hands, and you can respond to us uh, pretty instantly. Uh, as, and and we, we love just hearing from uh, our subtexters. So, uh, Hoinsey, that brings me to uh, this upcoming series, uh, St. Louis coming to town. Uh, the Cardinals uh, had uh, gone through a, a really rough stretch themselves, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, and they were, you know, talking about uh, the expectations that that ball club had, and they, they've sort of started to, ter- to turn things around. Uh, how big is this weekend series, three games at Progressive Field, how important is it that the the Guardians at least win the series and 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 try to you know come out on top against a, a Cardinals team that uh, you know up until this point had had looked pretty beatable? Yeah, um, you know I think it's an important series. Every series they played from now on, from here on out, Joe is is critical because what there's seven games out of out of uh, you know above break e- uh, below break even uh, and. Uh, th- you know they can't even in the AL Central. You know that's not going to play. I mean, you you can play your way out of the AL Central. It doesn't look like that right now because Cleveland has really tried hard to do that. But uh, you, I, eventually, one of these teams is going to take off, and if Cleveland keeps playing like this, they're going to be left behind. But yeah, um, you know this is a big series. Um, you know they're going to be facing you know three decent pitchers and Libertori, uh, Jack Flaherty, Jordan Montgomery. Uh, two lefties, by the way, and, you know, the mm-hmm. lefties have been the kiss of death against uh, Cleveland this season, uh, you know, and St. Louis is on a roll. They've, they're, they've you know, they're seven and three in their last 10, and they're trying to dig themselves out of a hole like, like Cleveland is right now. Yeah, it's, uh, and, and you've got, 
in, in St. Louis, you've got the cornerstones there, uh, first base and third base, Paul Goldschmidt, the MVP, Nolan Arenado, the the perennial uh, gold glover and, you know, uh, another MVP contender. I mean, this is a ball club that uh, can can beat you in a lot of ways offensively. So, uh, yeah, it's it's not going to be easy for Shane Bieber, Tanner Bybee, Hunter Gaddis to go out there and, and, and be effective. Uh, they, they've also got Oscar Mercado, who, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the guardians in, in, in Cleveland, he was here for a couple of years and never really, uh, you know, cashed in on all that, uh, potential that he showed in his rookie season. Uh, after he was released last year, uh, sort of made his way back to the, uh, the organization that he came up with. And now he's in, uh, in St. Louis, he's uh, only got, you know, 20 some at bats, but he's, he's hitting 450. He's, he's got nine hits. He came out and, uh, you know, is, is really performing well. Another guy, Owen Miller, who, uh, the guardians gave up on last year. Uh, he's batting 350, uh, for the Brewers, uh, close to his, uh, you know, hometown, uh, up there in Wisconsin. Uh, you know, apparently when, when, uh, Cleveland gives up on a player and he goes back to, uh, you know, sort of his roots, uh, the, he gets more comfortable and he starts hitting. Yeah, I'm I'm glad for both those guys. Uh, you know, Oscar Mercado, you know, good guy. He had the one big year when he came up in Cleveland. Uh, never was able to repeat that. Um, and uh, you know, he kind he was he came. You know, they what they released him. Then he came back for a little bit too, didn't he, Joe? I yeah, think he was a couple, for a couple of days. Yeah, he, yeah, he was yeah. he was in Philly, and then he was. Uh, I remember a series in Detroit where he was back for a couple of days, but. The kind of the writing was on the wall was, yeah. uh, you know, this was a temporary thing. Yeah. And that's when, and then, uh, Owen Miller, you know, uh, you know, the, the, the thing about Owen Miller is he can't say he what didn't get a chance here. He got over 400 at bats. Uh, you know, he just, um, he, you know, he just didn't hit here, you know, and they, they were kind of moving him around too. I, I don't think he enjoyed playing first base and he was playing first base there. And, uh, but maybe he just needed, maybe he just needed to get, you know, comfortable in the big leagues. Last year was his first full year in the big leagues. And, uh, you know, and, and they, you know, they, they moved him and, uh, now he's, you know, found his kind of legs. So good for him. And, uh, Hopefully he keeps hitting, but uh, he's off to a great start with the Brewers. Yeah, the important thing about uh, playing first base for Owen Miller was uh, you, you kind of have to catch the ball when you're at first base, and when they throw it to you, you kind of it hits you in the glove. You kind of have to catch it, and that was uh, it happened uh, way too frequently for for it to be uh, ignored there uh, over at first base. So uh, that's what we're looking forward to uh, tomorrow. Uh, the the Guardians will open the series against St. Louis. And uh, over the weekend, uh, Memorial Day weekend, and then uh, they, they they travel on to Baltimore uh, on the other side of the week. So, uh, Hoinsey, we will talk to you again tomorrow morning, uh, another uh, Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. We'll catch you then. All right, Joe.